Okay, so we're going to be learning a little bit of Nusiv uh, Yiras Hashem in preparation for Rosh Hashanah. Um, obviously, you know, the connection for Shona and, and Yura is pretty obvious. Niyamod, Yoma Nora, Yoma Din. And it's important to gain a deeper understanding of Yura. Like the Ramchal says in the Mesul Sisharim, that we're not talking about, you know, throughout the Sefer, he's not talking about Yiras Onish. Yiras Onish, there's a place for Yiras Onish, but mostly it's for people who have a difficult time doing things because of the truth or thinking abstractly, etc. So they need a. Uh, you know, it's not the, uh, similar to how the Rambam in, in the in the Yud Gimel Ikrim and the Pirushim Mishnayos. So he explains that, uh, you know, that you, you, for children you need to give them very concrete rewards. If, if you if you do this mitzvah, you're going to get a candy. If you learn this chapter Mishnayos, you're going to get a candy. If you get a little bit bigger, you start offering them monetary rewards or whatever. But if person was an adult and he's still asking for candy every time that he does something good that's a problem right so similarly with Yira although there is a level and, and it's, it's true there's, there's a there's a poem of that that uh, person does something wrong that could be bad consequences but that's not the Yira that we're talking about that's not the Yira that the Ramchal Sharm talks about that's not the Yira that the morale is talking about in the Siv Yiras Hashem. Okay, so we want to come to a mature understanding of Yira. So, first, start off. Probably many of you already know what Yira is, so, you know, and we don't need to go through this, so uh, then we can just start. Does anybody want to tell us what Yira is? So, so yeah, so. That would be more Yiras Olnish, right? The, the the fear of punishment, like meaning, as we're saying, is the is the lower level. That's for children, right? That uh, you're afraid of someone big and strong that they're gonna hurt you right? if you don't listen to them. Um, what about what's called Yiras Romumus, right? Uh, uh, usually translated as the awe of his greatness. So what is that? What what is this feeling? What is it inspires that feeling? Why should I care to have such a feeling? Anybody? It's the understanding of the vast gap between you and Kashmir in terms of his greatness and your insignificance. That's pretty good. He said it. <laughs> okay. All right, class dismissed, guys. <laughs> Very good. Okay, so let's try to let's try to understand that. Um, Save for Mishli. 
Tchilas Chochma Yiras Hashem Vedas Kedoshim Bina So the beginning of wisdom is the awe of Hashem Okay Shlomo Melech Elavashalom Omar Tchilas Chochma Yiras Hashem the Iludovid Amar Rashis Chachma Yiras Hashem. So we have a little bit of a seemingly machlaikas between Shlomo and David. That's how the morale opens the Sefer. Now, just a quick Hagdama is that the morale opens every one of his Nisidus Olam with a Pasuk from Mishle. And the reason why he opens it with a Pasuk from Mishle is because these are all very nuanced. Understandings and very fine nuanced understandings are not easy to grasp with a coarse mind like we have. So, when it's not easy to grasp something very fine with really coarse, stubby fingers, you couldn't pick up a you couldn't pick up a little tiny needle or something, right? So, what do you do? Tweezers. Tweezers, exactly. Right. Tweezers are big on the side that you're holding them, and then very, very small on the side that's picking up a little tiny thing. That's what a mushel is. A mushel is a magnified parallel of the nimshel, and so if you, so that's what's so been in the moral of trying to get to these really nuanced understandings of things and help us to, under- to understand them so we need to start off with a marshal and that is the Tchilas Chochma Yiras Hashem okay now he points out that that's Shlomo Avi Mishlei Shlomo Melech wrote Mishlei on the other hand David Melech in Tehillim says a slightly different one he says Reishis Chochma Yiras Hashem You say Tchila, Rashis, sounds the same. But it's a little bit different. Pure is that. Ki Shlomo bo l'shavea gamkin Shlomo in Sefer Mishle is coming to praise not only Yira but also Chachma. He's coming to encourage you to pursue to pursue wisdom. That's what the book of Mishle is, is, is coming to do over there in the ninth chapter. So therefore, he wants to show how Chokhmah and Yira are really in tandem. They, 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 they really work together. You can't have really one without the other. That already shows us that if we want to have Yira, we need to have Chokhmah. Geffen, just remind you of a Mishnah in the second parrot of Pirkeavos. Very good. Misha, what about you? Ain bore Yirichet. Remember that? A, a intellectually desolate person cannot have Yira. That's the opposite of what... I mean, that's not the... I mean, that's the inverse of what Shlomo is saying over here Tchilas Chochma Yiras Hashem okay which is Kamashu Mishabar B'Sefer 
call we call a safer shavachachma. So Shlomo is talking about talking about praising wisdom. The kachamar tchila. Therefore, he says it's the, the beginning of wisdom is Yiras Hashem. Kiloshen tchila mashma shehayira hu haskolos hachachma. V'kilo hachachma v'yiras Hashem is borach. Davar echad legamri. Two of them begin together and they they go together. So that means Tchilas Chachma Yiras Hashem. You only start with Yira when you're when you're Chachma. You only start with Chachma when you have Yira. The two of them are in, in, indiscernible. They're, they're, they're not indiscernible. In, inseparable. Inseparable one from the other. Why? So on the one hand, anything that you know that is not defined as Yira, which we'll see means is not helping you to gain a perspective of your relationship with Hashem cannot be called true Chochmah it could be called Chochmah uh, you know, you know uh, I don't know you know how certain metals work under pressure you know how rocks how much heat resistance they have or whatever it is right but that that's not that's not true chokhmah true chokhmah is is about is like um what was the famous the famous some sort of greek satire i forget the name that uh, someone uh, one of these greek um, playwrights wrote about about um aristotle being obsessed with the study of the anus of a flea Anus of flea, right? <laughs> That's not true wisdom. What, like, what's, <laughs> who cares about the anus of a flea, right? So, that's, so all other wisdoms that are not talking about the most important thing, right? So that's the, the, the morale in his Sefer, Tiferes Yisrael wisdom, the, the significance, the greatness of wisdom is measured by the subject matter of what it's discussing. So even if you're the world's greatest expert you, in, in the anus of a flea, that's not a very great thing to know. Right? Whereas if you're a beginner in Mishnayis and the Sechas, what were you learning? Sukkah. That's a great thing to know. Why? Because it's the, it's, the, it's the will of Hashem. You know something about... You know something? Very little. But you do know something about the most important thing that there is to be known. That's that's chok. That's wisdom. Okay, but it's necessarily with yira, because yira is the recognition that this wisdom that you know is a divine wisdom, is a transcendent wisdom, is a wisdom of the of the only true absolute wisdom that there is. Yeah, so that's. So, so, any, so, so that's why, if you if you have yira, that means you know something. You're relating to Hashem. That's chokhmah. And if you have chokhmah, true chokhmah, that is discovering your relationship to Hashem. So the two of them, says Shlomo, begin in the same spot, and therefore they are inseparable. 
the so Shlomo is coming to praise Chochma. You know how great Chochma is? Chochma is inextricably bound with Yira. That's how great Chochma is. That's like the, what the sages teach us. Imein Yira and Chochma. Imein Chochma and Yira. The two of them are inextricably bound. If you don't have one, you can't have the other. Okay, I'll take your word on the hair of all the second chapter. I'm not, but ain't bore your hate, yeah? So it's as if now this is a mind-opening perspective over here. People think you want uh, who is a person who is year, who is year, who is years Hashem, someone who's you know, like I don't know I don't know exactly what he does. He, he hits himself and like he uh, well, reads the Hillam all day and. Uh, goes immersing in in ice baths and whatever it is, right? And here we have the Maral's telling you, based on the Pesach in Mishlei, it's a person who sits and contemplates and introspects. And if you open up the Rambam and you saw the Torah, what does he say? He says that when you put it on your mind, when you contemplate, when you think about the existence of Hashem, a great awe will overtake you. But that, that's mean. That, that's a level. That's chokma and yira that are inextricable. They they are im ein chokma and yira im ein yira ein chokma. It's just the question is which side of it are you talking about? Why the the yira is the context within which the discussion is taking place. I mean, it's the attitude. The yira is 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 the is the attitude that. The moment I am gaining any knowledge, any wisdom about Hashem, if I'm aware that it's about Hashem, if a person could, if such a thing could be that a person could see Hashem, can you imagine the level of Yira, right? For example, when the Nevim, when the Prophet, quote unquote sees Hashem. He has a vision, right? Like like uh, like Yeheskel saw the vision of a man on top of uh, on top of a throne, right? So the Ramchal describes and hopefully some of you guys are doing the Der Hashem, third Khaluk, right? That's about Navua. So, so he describes that there are Navi when he has when he has his prophecy, he loses all control himself, falls, loses all consciousness, it's a completely overwhelmed, a state of being completely overwhelmed. Yeah? So, now we can't see, we can't see Hashem, but 
the concept is if you see, if you perceive the most awesome sight there could be, that's right. The, 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 now, so we can't see, but we can see with the eye of Chokhmah, with the, with, the, with the mind's eye. If you, Yira is in Hebrew language related to which word? To see. So you only have Yira of that which you see. That's why something far you're not afraid of. Right? People can crack jokes and laugh about, you know, whoever is, you know, uh, whatever it is, um, Putin, right? But I guarantee you that if any one of us was in the room with him, even, even if you knew, even if you knew that, that, you know, you're not going to, like, get shot in the head or anything like this, right? But there would still be, there would still be a, a year. You're about to say the attitude of... So Yira, so I'm saying, so Yira is how I experience the perception of this uh, awesome, incredible uh, beak. Okay, and the per- that perception is the chokma. Chokma is the is the recognition. Of, of Hashem's existence is is the is the perception of Hashem's existence, and just like if Kivayochel we could see with our eyes Hashem, we would experience a a tremendous yira. So too, if we perceive Hashem with a, with the mind's eye, we experience a, a an awe. Okay, that's that's uh, what the what the Rambam is saying. If you sit and you contemplate you, uh, on the greatness of Hashem, Kivyachol, you're getting through your, the mind's eye, which is Chokma, wisdom. You're seeing Hashem, and that's awesome. That's 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 Yira. I, I struggle with the idea that it's a permanent experience because oftentimes it is. You, you have a moment of intensity, you have a moment of tila, something changes, but then you wake up the next morning, it's another day. People are, uh, people we were uh, subject to the waxing and waning of time and the tides, and we're constantly, everything, there's very few things that do not need either constant or almost constant upkeep. Well, certainly anything like this, for sure. So what? That's why you have to constantly be engaged in Chokhmah. Right? When you learn the Dvar Shem, you learn Torah, you're faced with the, with the reality, with the, with the wisdom, with the perception of Hashem. That's why it's such a uh, awesome experience. We know that the the learning of Torah is meant to be modeled on a 
on the on the Har Sinai experience. That that that's why Takanos Ezra was that a Balkari may not learn Torah because just like in Har Sinai they had to be Tahor from Kerry from right they had to have been after the mikvah since having seen seminal emission so too so too we need to learn Torah like that because of the heckish because of the juxtaposition of of uh, separating uh, of, of the description of Maimad Har Sinai of acceptance of the Torah and the Gadalibincha and you should tell your son after you when you're teaching Torah so teaching learning Torah is a miniature Har Sinai experience Har Sinai experience was what? was it an experience of Yira or was it an experience of Chochmah? Charlie? Very good. Right? Oh yeah, has to be, is it more one or the other or is it or is it both at their highest point? Because 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 you, you see Hashem, so you're in full you're in full awe and you, you at the same time heightened heightened Hakma and then uh, then heightened Yira. It's even deeper than that. It's not just that it's a, a, at the same time. When you say you see Hashem, what does it mean you see Hashem? You hear Hashem in our case. Means in what way, what's he saying? He's saying Torah. I mean, the greatest revelation, the greatest era that the Jewish nation has ever experienced, so much so that it says, Parchanish Muslim, their soul will fly out of their body. Can you imagine such a, such a era that your soul leaves the body, it can't stay in the body? Yeah? And that's happening with what? With Divrei Torah. Right? Because that's that's what Chokhmah is. The manifestation of Hashem is nothing but is the manifestation of His will. There is no such a thing in this world as the manifestation of Hashem's self. All there is the manifestation of Hashem's will. And that and that is the greatest Chokhmah that there is. And that is also Yira. Yira is how I experience the perception of that Chochmah. When, with the, with the mind's eye, I perceive the will of Hashem, that is when I experience awe. Okay? Uh, <coughs> you should know. Eight Hilas Chokma Yiras Hashem. Kia Chokma Le Madre Gosa Uma Alosa Alha Kol Hi Rishod. Chokma is the highest thing that there is. It is the first emanation from Hashem. Like the Targum Yerushalmi says, Bereshis Bara, in the beginning Hashem created, that's what the Apostle says. So the Targum Yerushalmi translates it into Aramaic, obviously, but with a little bit of a interpretation of Bereshis Bara, Hashem created with his wisdom. So we see that Bereshis, beginning, 
and Chochma are interchangeable. Like we quoted before many times, Pasuk says, which simply translated means Chokhmah from where will you find it? But Chazal Darshanet that Chokhmah from nothingness, Mi'ayin, from nothingness, Timotse, it comes out. Instead of being rhetorical, where will you find it? It actually means Chokhmah comes from nothing. It means to say there's nothing before Chokhmah. Chokhmah is the is the Barashis Barulkim. That is point number one. That's the highest that we can go. Beyond the Chokhmah is the source of Chokhmah. Which is who? Good Kevin. Vatorahi Hanivrava Olul Harishim Midashem Yisborach. So the Torah is the very first thing to come from Hashem. It's, it's the manifestation of His will. The will and the one who wills are inseparable. But the manifestation of that will is the very first thing. So the Torah is the First, alul. Alul means um, mekabel is the first vessel. The first vessel to the expression of a shah. Okay, everything. This whole world. The only thing there is, is Hashem and the vessels that He creates. More and more vessels. Okay? Alul literally means, Rashi and Chumash talks about when Yaakov you know, sends uh, gifts to Asaph to, to save him. So he, t- so he says over there that he sent um, nursing animals and their sucklings. The terms for that is Elah and Alul. Elah is the mashpia, the one that gives, the one that that, that that nurtures, the one that provides, and the alul is the suckling, is the recipient. Okay? So, ve'alul hanivra yef shalo b'lo yoklau. So the chokma, which is the very first vessel, is almost touching the source of where it comes from it means the will of Hashem. Okay, so, so therefore, that's going to be the thing where you're most up close. That's the thing where you're. That if you can get to that level, a person can reach chokma. Then the person is in awe, and if a person is not in awe, it means he has not reached chokma. Yira is the recognition that 
or, or not even the recognition, the experience of receiving from Hashem. Receiving what? Receiving His will. If you think about it, all, all, there, all there is, anything that we receive, sustenance, blessing, you know, whatever it is, uh, anything you want, is in one way or another a manifestation of the divine will. And if you can recognize it as such, then that's awesome. Okay? So that is Yira. Yira is the experience of being a recipient. Now, being a recipient is a tricky business. The, the Gemara in Bracha says, Someone who benefits from the work of his hands is, is greater than, than a Yirishamayim. person has all of, of heaven. Why? Because like the Derek Hashem says in the second chapter, first Halif, second chapter, that Hashem didn't want to create us as strict recipients because then we would be lacking in ownership or in uh, direct um, re relatability to the good that we're going to receive. It would be foreign to us. Okay? Meaning, being a recipient makes you far from the giver. Far not in uh, not in space necessarily, but far in, in concept. I mean, you could be sitting right next to him, right? But you, the two of you are so different. He's the He's the giver, and I'm the recipient. He's the shalim, the, the perfect one, and I'm the chaser, I'm the lacking one. Okay? And that creates a, a, a big gap. And that's why Yira, when a person experiences Yira, the, the feeling is a feeling of wanting to shrink back into your chair or, or to take a step back or you know, to, to really have tremendous awe you might jump onto the table yeah because you feel like you can't be here with this person or with, you know, with this entity or, or whatever it is so we're explaining how it really ties into fear of punishment or fear of being hurt or whatever it is right just like with fear you shrink back you pull away so too when you're a recipient the process of being a recipient is really distances the recipient from the giver which is why a whole other need after you get through after we get through Rosh Hashanah there's going to be a whole other need for I mean, even in Rosh Hashanah you need the other one but uh, the focus is first with Yira then with Ahav and that's the God of Mira Shemaim if you do for Hashem that's the God of you do mitzvahs you do you, you, you're 
your doer, that's greater than just simply recognizing that you can't do anything. That's for later, okay? But but, uh, but we're we're just trying to show the connection to fear. Fear. I shrink back. And I'm afraid you're gonna punch me. For those giant guns. But uh, but here I shrink back. I pull away, even not necessarily thinking about it or intending to do it, but just. It's a fact. I am different from you. The moment you give tzedakah to an Oni, the two of you become dissimilar. Because you're the giver and he's the recipient. Until now, the two of you appears. You were, I don't know, whatever it is, you were learning together, you were diving the same minion, whatever it may be, right? And now, he asked, you gave, and now there's, there's, there's a... There's a uh, gap between the two of them, okay? And that's what we feel when we contemplate receiving from Hashem. We feel and we think about all the receiving that we do from Hashem. We realize that everything that we receive, everything we have, I don't mean just other stuff, but our own existence is completely given by Hashem then the gap just keeps growing and growing and growing. Why is the, uh, why is the gap an issue? Would it be opposite that's the point? Sure. Who said it's an issue? I, I thought that's what you're getting. That it was bad that there was such a big gap near the receiver versus the giver. I'm pointing out that afterwards there's going to be room to do something else called Ahava, which will actually close some of that gap. But to have the gap is very good. Oh, okay. Very so important. I thought, I thought it was the opposite. Like, no, no, no. Like sometimes when you get something for free, first when you put an investment into it, right? You're not as committed. Let's say you're going to give a class and right. you're charge everyone $50 right. for someone for free except this right. particular group. Right? People who paid money would be more invested. Yeah. They want to be invested in Absolutely. the one who's... Absolutely. But, so there's three levels. There's the level of the guy who comes in, he's like, Rabbi, I'm doing you a favor. I've got another 35 minutes. Let's let, let's let's get to something over here. That's one level, right? And there's another level. Somebody comes, says, "I'm so grateful to you. I realize it's a free class. You're trying to help me. You're trying to guide me in life. You're trying to help me to get to something meaningful. I'm the recipient. You're the giver. I'm don't really feel comfortable even opening my mouth. I, I, that's level two. Level three is I worked for four hours on this last week's lecture. I came back. I went over all the Hebrew, etc. I came back with some questions. I'm now engaged. I'm participating. I'm even maybe asking some good questions, which are helping the the Rebbe. That's an even higher level still. That's that's with Aha. So Yira is very important to have. There's gonna be a, a, a higher level where you have Yira with Aha. But if you don't have you, you have nothing. Very good. Okay. Um, okay. The kach im ein chokma ein yura, but my shel chokma ruui 
harishan. So if you don't have chokhmah, then you are not directly in the presence. Because the, the necessarily anything else is being filtered through chokhmah. Any perception of Hashem, let's say a person starts, um, I don't know what, starts meditating, conjuring up stuff, right? But so that's already he's taking what he knows in Chokhmah and trying to, I don't know, use his imaginations, Chokhadimian. Yeah? So that's really, it's a step, maybe it's more effective for people like us on our level. Maybe it's, maybe it's good. But, but it's not going to be the highest level. The highest level is if you can get up to, like the Raman says, just introspecting and contemplating these incredible thoughts to where you, you overcome with awe. So, and if you don't have wisdom, so then you you're not even talking to Hashem. You're not relating to Hashem. You're doing something else. I don't know. Whatever you're imagining, uh, you're maybe the person is trembling because he's afraid he's not gonna have uh, be able to get money or worried for the health of his family or something like this. But uh, but the trembling from Hashem can only come through through Chok. They both them are like are like one thing. The recipient has an awe of the giver. He recognizes the gap between them. He feels inadequate in the presence of the of the giver. And inextricable one from the other. Okay, so that's what that's what Shlomo Melch said. Now, so is David arguing? He says, "Reish is Chokma Yiras Hashem." Says Yira is on top of Chokma. It's, it's the head of Chokma. Why is David changing the language like that? Because David is not coming to praise wisdom. He's coming to praise. Yira. He came to praise awe. Just like if I have a person, I'm holding his head, the rest of the body is suspended from there. So everything depends on Yira. Even though two of them are inextricable, but the but 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 the the yira is the uh, thing that the chokma depends on. Kloimar she chokma he teluya beyira is Hashem, but he raises ela chokma. Yira is higher. Kiim ein yira as Hashem ein chokma means there is chokma is the vessel, but yira is the thing coming into the vessel. Right? The Chokhmah is the lens, the, is the very first lens through which I perceive Hashem. 
but the perception of Hashem itself is the is is higher. Now, if you don't have a lens, you can never perceive. And if you're not perceiving, there's not a lens. But when you do have both, the lens is lower than than, than the thing being perceived. That make sense? The old Pirush Rashis Kogmiras Hashem. Additional explanation of what it means. There's the beginning. That the years uh, Hashem is the head of all wisdom. Because Chokhmah has some other branches, some extensions. For example, learning Mizrachasukh. Yeah. So in those Mishnayos, how many times does it mention Hashem in those Mishnayos? You learned so far. Huh? Oh, they only once. So, how is that called a chokhmah? It's the Very good, Kevin. Very good. So it's 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 assumed, right? It's but this is already a lower branch of. It comes to me to say, we all know that it says. In the Torah, you shall sit for seven days in the sukkah. And we know that the Torah was given by Hashem. So Hashem commanded. And so you're learning about the fulfillment of that mitzvah. Which, by the way, Prof. Tzaddik HaKohen, so it's because Tzaddik, he says an unbelievable thing. He says, any sugya in Shas or in any other Sefer, that you're learning, when you sit down to learn that sugya, you should ask yourself, which words of Hashem am I trying to understand right now? As I set out on this, right? What am I, which words of Hashem am I struggling to understand right now? And that, what are you doing? You're creating a bridge, you're making a link, right? And often, by the way, it's a possible. Right, you can have a whole big so yeah. Some sugyas is in 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 right? Another one is right? Or or whatever it is. right? So if you can pin the sugya on this pasuk, oh, this is the pasuk which we're trying to understand over here then you're helping to tie in this piece of branch wisdom to a higher wisdom which ultimately will be plugged into the perception of Hashem speaking to you which is the year the chain mukach berkayakora more brachas shiloya adam Kora Vishona, the Aboet, the Oberabo, Omisha, Godlmimano, the Chokma, Obominion, Shemar, Rashi's Chokma, Yuras Hashem, Shechel Tov, the Chol, Oseim. So the Gemara there says that there's no point to learn, right? If, if, if you're gonna, if it's, if it's gonna be devoid of Yira, if you're gonna be doing 
um, unpleasant things. That, that means you're not learning Chochmah. That means you're doing something else. Ashma. The pure gracious Chochmah. Hainuki Iker HaChochmah. Because the Gemara there is saying, don't do this because the Pasuk says, Rashi's Chokhmah, Yeres Hashem. And that's justifying that there's no point to learn and then to behave negatively to your parents or to your Rebbe or to an elder. So that means that the Yira is the Iker. Because if Yira wouldn't be the Iker, so then, okay, so fine, I, I don't have Yira, but still I have Chokhmah. He says, no, that is the Iker. The, the whole reason why we run after Chochmah so much, the reason why we're, we're people who are obsessed with learning, the constant pursuit of, of, of the Chochmah of the Torah is because we want to be in the presence of Hashem. And that is going to be, that's the year. And that's going to be through the Chochmah. So the Reish is Chochmah, Yeres Hashem. At the top of Chochmah lies Yeres Hashem. So every piece of Chochmah, you want to use that as a lens to see through it the Yeres Hashem. You want to hear Hashem speaking to you through the Chochmah, through the Torah. Okay. Um, I'm gonna skip a little bit. A few lines, skipping a few lines over here. So the recipient exists rely on, exists from and relies on the provider, the giver, the, the source. If you have all of Hashem, it gives you life. Why does it give life? On Rosh we daven for Chaim. Daven for life. What does it mean we daven for life? What kind of life are we davening for? What does that mean? Longer? So the Ramchal distinguishes, if you look in the Tfila, maybe we'll have a chance to go through the Tfila, we keep dying for time, give us life, give us life. And then in the end of the Shemonastery, then we start saying, Chaim, Aruchim, long life, good life, etc. She says, so that's the long life in the end. So what's the life? Means, he just said over here, Yiras Hashem Tosif Chaim. It means, life means receiving influence from Hashem. That's what it means, life. 
Цадиким Афилубами Сосом Некроем Хаим. Энришоем Афилубы Хаим Некроем Мейсим. Цадиким, even when they're, they've left this world, they're called alive. Why? Because they're still connected to Hashem. Хаим means connection to Hashem. And so Yira is the is the act of being a recipient to Hashem. So the more the recipient I am, the more life I have. Does it mean that it will last longer within within time? Within that, you know, that, that dimension, you know, time? Maybe or maybe not. But it will be filled with life. Life is when I'm receiving from Hashem. And if I live in a state of being a recipient to Hashem, that's the ultimate life. Right. You feel alive. People, people they walk around, they sit, they sit, they feel dead. They feel there's, there's not, nothing, nothing going, nothing going out, right? So, life is a connection to Hashem. When we say connection, here specifically is, is just like simply understood. Hashem sends us sustenance, He sends us nourishment. That's why the bracha, that is midaraisa, which bracha is midaraisa? Birkas Hamazin. And the other one? Birkas HaTorah. Because those are the two times that we're receiving from Hashem. We're receiving the wisdom from Hashem. That's the vehicle through which we're perceiving the Yira, the awe. Or when it becomes, when it comes in a concretized, solidified state, not in a gaseous state, but in a concretized state, that's food. But it's the same thing. Before we eat bread, we wash our hands. We're, we're like Kohanim serving in, in the temple. Where there's 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 a there's an awe. There's a there's a relating to. We're so much in the presence of Hashem at the meal that we have a mitzvah deraisa to bless. You only have that mitzvah because you're in an ability, you have a unique ability to recognize. Having just received life, you're in a unique ability, unique position to recognize the giver of life, which is Hashem. Are we saying that to have more yira is to receive more, or to be more cognizant of what we're receiving? Being more cognizant of what we're receiving is actually a, a, an act of opening up your vessels, and therefore you receive more. It's a causal... causal. Okay. Um, okay, skip a little bit again. Rain Amar, Old Shlomo, Biyura Sashem, Miftah Oz, 
Ulubonov Yihye Mechsa. Person who is Yiras Hashem is going to have a, a, a mighty assurance uh, and uh, even for his children it will be a protection. And he not only is going to protect him in a very mighty way, but even for his children is going to be a protection. Here, you, to, to have years of Hashem. Because of Ki yiras Hashem yizborach Shaha'odam hu alul elelo Again, it's the recognition that I am a recipient to Hashem V'davar zeh gorem lo Shehu yizborach Miftach oz nosen lo hakiu That makes it that Hashem sends when you open up your like we're like uh, living in a in our own little um, tortoise shells, right? All blacked off from Hashem. But when we recognize, oh wait, life is over there. We open up, then life comes in. That's an awesome experience, but it's also something that will protect the recipient. Now you're full, uh, you know, like a. You ate the Mario Brothers, you ate the mushroom or whatever it is, you got the full life, right? Full life. You don't know what I'm talking about? Mario Brothers? Of course, looking at me like. Yeah. I was uh, I'm thinking the real mushroom, not the video game mushroom. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, different generations. Yeah. Together, the awe of Shem. And the fact that there's a benefit from that awe. I mean, like, if I was all, if I was a true off something, right? It wouldn't matter whether I'm receiving something or try anything else. It's just purely focused on that. Right. So, how does someone have true intentions for that when you have a lot of benefits? I mean, like, if you, it almost makes it almost makes illogical sense not to have all. Like, who wouldn't want to be blessed and their family and have sustenance and live quality of life? It almost seems that Right. Logical, right? Right. And then if you're doing that, it's for the purpose of benefit rather than uh-huh. It's a good point. Right. So um, I think th- th- I think that's why the morale is working to explain that this is not just like two separate things. There is the awe, and then by the way, some really great perks. Not sure how it comes in, but like you also get like life, and you get protection. And all sorts of other good stuff. Then, then you're like, oh, well, okay, so I'll just work on this thing, but I really just want that. But he's saying, no, it's inextricable. It's the same thing. It, it is it. it. means being a recipient to Hashem is, the, is a state of life. And therefore protection, and therefore all, it's all one thing. It's not two separate things. It's not that you want different things. In, in the source of it, the thing that you want is called awe. It's called Yira. Yira Sromus is to be awed by Hashem's greatness. To recognize Him as the, as the ultimate giver. That's what you want. Okay, um, we'll stop here.